Hello, 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 and welcome to the I've Got a River podcast, where we inspire, we encourage, and we share the love and heart of God. I am your host, Tia Parker, an author of I've Got a River, a collection of poetry. Thank you so much for being with me on tonight, just for a few minutes. I value your time. On tonight, I am going to be sharing a piece titled, I'm Free. And it is on page 76 of my book. If you haven't gotten a chance to purchase the book, you can purchase it directly from me, Tia. Um, You can email me at becomingher01 at gmail.com to order your copy of the book. Or you can find it on Amazon. You can just search I've Got a River, a collection of poetry by Tia Parker. And you should be able to find me there. Thank you so much in advance for supporting my first piece of published work, the first of many. So on tonight, I'm going to share a scripture with you very briefly from the book of John, the apostle John, the disciple John, the one whom Jesus loved. (laughs) And we're going to be reading uh, chapter eight, and it is going to be first verse 36. Therefore, If the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. What was Jesus talking about before he said, therefore? He was actually talking to a group of very religious people who consider themselves to be the the seed of Abraham, the seed of the promise. And we know that the Bible tells us that Abraham is the father of faith as we know it on today. We understand by way of the scripture that Abraham was counted righteous because he believed. God counted Abraham righteous because he believed prior to the implementation of the law that he gave Moses. So that's why Abraham is the father of faith as we know it, because Abraham was pronounced righteous by God himself simply because he believed in God. And we are deemed righteous by God himself simply because we believe on his son, Jesus Christ. I love to talk about the doctrine of imputation. The word imputation is not in the Bible, but what happened when Jesus died and rose again, what he did is he imputed his righteousness. He imputed his imperfect, his perfection, excuse me. He perfuted his perfection on top of our imperfection and made us perfect through his blood. Because we believe on Jesus, we are counted as righteous. Just like Abraham, because he believed God, he had faith in God, he followed what God said. God said, go to a place where I will show you. God told him to move away from his family and to go to a place that he was going to just show him. And as Abram moved in faith, as Abram moved in his belief, God showed him the promise. So that's why Abraham is the father of faith as we know it right now, because he was counted righteous because he he believed in God. And just like we are counted righteous because we believe that Jesus is the son of God and he lived, he died and he rose again with all power in his hand. And that's not the end of the story, but Christ is going to come back for his church. And he was talking to some people who consider themselves Uh, the seed of Abraham. 
And he was telling these uh, people, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. At that moment, these were religious. These were Jews who did not believe that Jesus was the son of God. And he basically said, man, y'all slaves, y'all think you're like your father, Abraham, but you're nothing like Abraham. Because if Abraham was here, Abraham would believe me. You are not a son of God if you don't believe in who I am. He said, but a son abides forever. He said, a slave can only come in a house and clean up and stay for a little while. He said, but the son abides in the house forever. And check this out. In verse 36, he says, therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. So the son has made us free. He has imputed his sonship on us so that we can do what David said in Psalm 23, that we can dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord will never put us out of his house because we believed on him and we are counted righteous. I'm going to share this piece with you on today. I love this piece. And today there has been such a liberty in the atmosphere for me. There has been such joy in the atmosphere for me. I feel so much freedom, so much peace, so much joy. There is joy and there it is there is an unmatched freedom in doing the will of God. I believe I feel so joyful on today. I believe I feel I, I, I am filled with so much joy on today because I know that I am smack dab in the middle of the will, the perfect will of God for my life. Being in the will of God is the safest place you can be. It doesn't matter what demographical uh location you're in. It doesn't matter what your zip code is. A friend just told me the other day, Tia, it doesn't matter what your zip code is when you are in the will of God. Even though God will change some people's zip codes in his will to do his will, but it doesn't matter when you are smack dab in the middle of the perfect will of God, there is a freedom that comes along with knowing, hallelujah, that you are in the will of God. There is a freedom that comes along with knowing and believing that God has your best interest at heart. No matter what happens, I know COVID-19 has come and shook the whole world. COVID-19 probably shook your life personally. You've probably been touched personally with this. You've probably lost loved ones. My God, it has probably even touched your body. But I pray now in the name of Jesus for the peace of God to arrest you, to overtake you, to overshadow you in the name of Jesus. I pray for God's peace because there is such liberty and peace. My God, the Bible tells us stand therefore in the liberty, the liberty wherein Christ has made you free. I believe that is in the book of Galatians, but John 8 Chapter 30, I mean, John 8, verse 36 says, Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. There is such a freedom in Jesus. The freedom of Christ will help you to get past gossip. The freedom of Christ will help you to get past your past. The freedom of Christ will help you to get past your insecurities. The freedom of Christ will help you. 
get past your flaws. The freedom of Christ will help you get past what you see when you look at yourself, when you think you're not enough. My God, let's get free today. I'm going to start the piece. I'm free. I'm free. I mean the real kind of free. No chains holding me, no boundary lines in sight. I'm mounting the runway of life, getting ready to take flight because I'm not sure what tomorrow holds. I have to go with the flow of God. I have to be ready to take off when he unctions me to move. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of yesterday's blues and anticipating tomorrow's issues. I'm done with life on that level. It's time to live for real. Take chances. Find out the true reason I am here and do just that. Purpose driven on a mission to be free and show others true fulfillment is attainable. I'm not speaking of a euphoria or a trouble-free existence. I'm talking life, liberty, and the pursuit of abundant living how our creator God designed, where we respect time, but we don't allow it to rule us, where we give out of the knowledge that nothing belongs to us. It's all his, and we ought to give of our time, talents, and treasure because he has given us all things without measure. Let's be free together. Let's walk through this life fully cognizant, choosing to love one another no matter what. Let's be like Christ and win souls for his kingdom. Let's be compassionate. Let's be open. Let's be free so that we can leave this earth empty. Let's walk in freedom, y'all. Let's walk in the freedom of love. I'm talking about real love, the God kind of love that doesn't have stipulations. For God so loved the world that he gave, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever will believe on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God loved us so much that he gave. He gave us freedom in Christ. I dare you to embrace the freedom that God has given you. I love you so much and I dare not sit back and watch you be in bondage to fear, be in bondage to depression, be in bondage to low self-esteem. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that tonight's broadcast blessed your life wherever you are, whoever you are. And whatever you think you've done that has separated you from the love of God, (laughs) don't believe the hype. That is nothing but the devil. My Bible tells me in in the book of Romans that nothing, nor height, nor depth, no nothing present and nothing to come, no created thing, nothing can separate us. From the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Psalm 139 says, if I make my bed in hell, God, you are there. No matter where you are, God's love, God's love can stretch that far. God's love is limitless. I pray that you would embrace the freedom that is in love. Because our Bible tells us that perfect love casts out all fear. There is bondage and fear, but there is liberty when you let that fear go. There is liberty and love, and God loves you (laughs) so deeply that our carnal minds, our natural minds can't even comprehend it.
I love you. And I pray that this piece, I'm free, blessed your life. I pray that it ignited something down on the inside of you that caused you to want to search the scriptures to find out more about this freedom in Christ that I'm talking about. Let's not walk in guilt. Let's not walk in, oh, I'm not perfect enough. Let's not walk in shame. Let's not walk in confusion, but let's walk in freedom and in clarity. Have a good day.